Greetings and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Okay, coming up on January 10th. It's happening. It's happening. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when this year I rest, I hope each night I can kneel and say, dear God, I've tried my best. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and we're going to get these blessings started. I'm dedicating today's podcast to John and Hildred and Maria and Violet. They've just returned from their holiday travel, and they said that they did share the podcast with other family members in other states, so that's wonderful and great, and just want to welcome them back and Wish them a happy new year and, you know, just welcome them back into the fold. Okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. And now commanding your morning, a daily devotional. They've been pretty much on point so far this year. Uh, Let's see, this is 2 Corinthians 9. It says, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So that's just what all of us wanted to hear, right? (laughs) Because of the law of cause and effect is continually at work, there is always an inner cause for every outer effect. Your outer world is a direct result of your inner world. Every circumstance in life is a result of a choice. And every choice is a result of a thought. All those things that fill your mind hold the keys to your reality. Your thoughts provide fuel for your words and your words provide the fuel for your world. 
Lord, according to your word, I declare that my thoughts are governed by things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. I will not forget your ways or forsake mercy and truth. As a result, my day will be filled with peace and I will find favor with God and man. In the name of Jesus, amen. And then I got to share the difference. I got up early one morning and rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. And he answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why God didn't show me. And he said, but you didn't seek. I tried to come into God's presence. I used all of my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, my child, you didn't knock. So I woke up early this morning and paused before entering this day. I have so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. Amen. And here's something beautiful from Charles F. Stanley, Dr. Charles. There is a common misconception that believers should be perfect. Pretending to have our lives in order, many of us wear happy faces and speak words that sound acceptable. At times, we're ashamed to admit our shortcomings as if they should not exist. Salvation through Jesus, however, doesn't change the fact that sin is present in our life. When we're born again, God forgives us and sees us as righteous. Yet our battle with sin continues until we arrive in heaven. In fact, striving for perfection actually can be a trap that pulls us away from living a godly life. Functioning in this way is a form of relying on our own capability. Jesus said that he came to heal the spiritually sick because they recognized their weakness. With an awareness of our inadequacy comes the realization of our need for him. The world sees successful individuals as powerful and self-sufficient, but Jesus doesn't care about these qualities. Instead, he wants people to be aware of their own brokenness. This is the foundation for godliness. We should accept our neediness and seek God's word 
his faithful service, deepening our trust and decision-making based upon principle rather than preference. Patiently and mercifully, God matures us. Be careful not to cover up your sins in order to look like a quote-unquote good Christian. Without recognition and confession of our sinfulness, we are unable to rely fully on God. It is only with this awareness that we can passionately seek Him, obey His strength, and confess with repentance when we miss the mark. Amen. That's good food for thought. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers. My spiritual mentor said, Pamela, you would be astonished if you knew how many people have not read the Bible. And that's right. Astonishment is probably the right word. So we have decided that we want to incorporate some Bible study into the podcast. Just a few minutes each morning for those of you that are not as familiar with the word, the Bible, the truth, as much as you should be. Okay, so the first book of Moses is called Genesis, and we've been studying it, but I want to give a overall, because I'm trying to figure out how best to present this to you. So the Greek word Genesis means origin, source, generation, or beginning. The original Hebrew title Beresmith means in the beginning. So Genesis tells us about the beginnings of many things, including the physical universe, mankind, sin, death, and God's amazing plan to redeem us. The first part of Genesis focuses on the beginning and the spread of sin in the world culminating in a devastating flood. In this section of the book, we see God creating again and again by speaking various aspects of our universe into existence. Then God defines what he has created again by speaking his word. By naming things, God gives them an identity, a purpose, and a definition. Finally, He establishes and blesses what he has made, sealing the truth of his creation through his spoken word. What this means for us today is that God made you for a special purpose. He spoke you into existence long before you were conceived in your mother's womb. He called you. He defined you and gave you specific talents, gifts, and dreams. So all your life, he has continued to call you, giving you guidance, direction, and protection. This is the truth about who you are as his beloved child who is born again and saved by his grace forever. 
The second part of Genesis focuses on God's dealings with one man, Abraham, through whom he promises to bring salvation and blessing to the world. He and his descendants learn firsthand that it is always best to trust in the Lord in times of famine and feasting, blessing and bondage. From Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to Joseph, God's promises begin to manifest to a great nation that would possess a great land. The themes in Genesis provides a solid framework for understanding the big picture of the Bible. This book of beginnings introduces us to God and his holiness, his righteousness, his grace, and his mercy to his creation, to man's sin, and to God's plan of redemption as it began to unfold through Abraham and his descendants. The author of the book of Genesis is Moses. The time Genesis begins with the creation story and ends with the death of Joseph, which probably occurred around the 19th century BC. The literary structure of Genesis is built around 11 distinct units, each signaled by the presence of the word genealogy. And the 11 sections include the introduction to the genealogies, heaven and earth, Adam, Noah, sons of Noah, Shem, Terah, Ishmael, Isaac, Esau, and Jacob. As you read Genesis, watch for the life principles that play an important role in this book. Our intimacy with God, his highest priority for our lives, determines the impact of our lives. Trusting God means looking beyond what we can see to what God sees. And adversity is a bridge to a deeper relationship with God. Hope that helps. Amen. We'll be right back with more of our program. And I love my prayers sent to me over the internet. May God be with you this whole year and fill your life with comfort, love, and cheer. May this day and the days ahead hold many blessings for you and yours. Amen. May your finances multiply. May your health improve. May your friends be blessed. May your worries disappear. May God bless you all. Amen. The act of kindness is the gift from the heart. This is the gift of love, and it creates memories for a lifetime. Amen. Grace is when God gives us good things that we don't deserve. Mercy is when he spares us from bad things that we deserve and blessings or when he is generous with both. 
God is good all the time. Amen. Sleeping is a journey in which no one knows the the destination, but everyone believes that they will arrive safely. It is the grace of God that leads us through this journey to a destination called a new day. Congratulations for making it because some others failed to do so. So thank God and be grateful for what you have, especially life. And prayers from the wilderness. They just roll right off the tongue. Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, I desire to fulfill the purpose and plan you have for my life. In my mind's eye, I have a vision I know you created for me to see. However, I need steadfast faith to believe it will be manifested. Father, I pray you will bless me with the greater faith required for the tasks I need to complete. Open my mind to receive the manifestation of your promises. Help my eyes to recognize your hand of grace and favor working. Open my heart to feel your love. Allow my ears to hear you speaking clear directions to me and help me to follow your lead. Let me pray from a heart filled with faith instead of a mind ruled by logic. Remind me the possibilities with you are limitless. Bless me with the holy boldness to pray for what I cannot achieve on my own, but what you promised I would possess. Please do not allow me to be deterred by the voices of unbelievers, believers with little faith, or believers with no testimony about their faith. But instead, allow my life to be a testimony to others and for you, Lord. As I experience your hand opening doors and answering prayers, Help me to develop others in your word. Provide opportunities for me to share what you have done for me. Let those who hear me know you are a special and awesome God for all who desire to receive you. Father, my spirit yearns to go beyond what I can achieve in my own power. My heart aches for the fulfillment of your will in my life. My spiritual womb is pregnant and ready to give birth. My faith rests in your promises. My hope is in your word. My life is in your hands. I pray the time is now to fulfill my total purpose in this life by faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. In God's way, day by day. Okay, for January 10th, 
It says, everyone can be wise. Proverbs 14, wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding. The good news about God's wisdom is this. Every person can become wise. That isn't true for fame, fortune, or education. Not all people have the intellectual ability to earn college degrees. Not all people have the talents or attributes that contribute to fame. Not all people have the skills and opportunities necessary for acquiring wealth. But every person can reverence God, can receive Jesus Christ as Savior, and can submit his or her life to God on a daily basis. Every single person can become wise. Amen. And while on the subject, don't forget to read your Proverbs. I'm going to be getting to them. Don't worry this year. But I'm letting you do it on your own for a minute. Because they just taste so good. (laughs) Going down. Okay, and God's promises day by day. Psalm 15 says, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. You're invited to live with the Lord, to make yourself at home with him. But there's a particular way to get there. Walk uprightly. Work righteousness. Speak the truth in your heart. In short, let your life be cleansed and free and full of all good things. Be saturated in his spirit. Amen. Does God have a purpose for your life? You better believe it. And it says, Hebrews 7, He is able also to save forever those who draw near to God through Him, since He always lives to make intercession for them. So He is your intercessor. Do you realize Jesus is praying unceasingly for you even at this very moment? As you hear these words, he is speaking out the commands that move heaven and earth so his will can be carried out in your life. You may feel as though you do not have a friend that you can turn to for help and encouragement. However, you do always because Jesus listens to your every prayer. He will never leave or forsake you and is always your advocate before God's throne. He continuously remains closer to you than any brother could. As your savior, he wants the very best for you, which is why he is constantly calling you to know and do God's will. Jesus knows how to lead you so that you will fulfill the purposes 
for which you were created and glorify him. So today, know that you are not alone. Indeed, you have the best prayer warrior possible. So listen to him, trust him, and be assured that he will never lead you astray. Jesus, thank you for praying with me and leading me in doing God's will. Yes, I trust you. Amen. And listeners, I thank you for coming to pray with me today. And I trust you. Okay. You're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to pray again. We're going to have a good attitude. We're going to walk uprightly. We're going to let God know that we are by his side just as much as he is by ours. Do an act of kindness. Don't forget. Bye for now.